brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball on this episode. We're going to talk about the Astros and the Pirates series, which the Astros got their first series win of the year, and I couldn't be happier. And we're going to talk about that tonight. But before we do it, let's bring them on. Tom, what's up, buddy? Good evening, Rob. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is an Astros baseball podcast. This is the name of the show. But we are baseball fans at heart, and I would be wrong if we did not at least at least acknowledge the the Rays 12 game win streak they've started the season 12 and 0 it's kind of a big deal i i feel that if if another podcast was doing their podcast and the Astros were doing that i would want that same recognition rob that's where i'm starting today all right let me ask you this before we get started i don't want to know your answer but do you have your very first team in our 30 day survivor challenge if I'm being honest, I do not. Oh, you got to have it before the show's over. I will have it by then. It was rough, and I, I got mine, and, I, and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing it. All right. Let's talk about Monday. We got Framber Valdez starting. Tucker started everything off in the top of the first with an RBI single brought in Bregman, 1-0. to zero. Dubon, top of the second, RBI single brought in Pegman, uh, Pena, we're up two to zero. I don't know why I said Pegman. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> a two-run single. Dubon and Maldi come in. Astros comfortably up four to zero. Bottom of the second, G-Man Choi, solo home run. We're up four to one. A really great start for the Astros for the series. Absolutely. The bats came up big early on, gave uh Jose Arquiti, a nice, comfortable lead right out, lead right out of the gate. You, you really love all of that. Forever. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm thinking today's game. I, I apologize. Forever. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked. Anyway, yes, <laughs> nice, comfortable lead right out of the gate. It's it's really big. I mean, it lets it lets Framber go out there and just do his work, not necessarily worry too much, and he can just pitch. And he looked really good. Top of the third, Martin Maldonado with an RBI single brings in Corey Jolks. Astros up comfortably five to one. Top of the fourth, Kyle Tucker, a two-run single brings in Bregman and Jordan, seven to one. Bottom of the fourth, Castro had an RBI single, seven to two. And then Alex Bregman, RBI single in the eighth to add a little cherry on the top. 
eight to two final. Great win. Framer Valdez, seven innings. He just keeps going and going. Three hits, two runs, five strikeouts, and five walks. He did give up one long ball. He did get into trouble a little late in the game. He had a little traffic and then made an amazing play. Ball hit up the middle. He tries to backhand it, hits his glove. Glove comes flying off, throws with his glove hand to second base to get the force out to kind of like deter the rally a little bit and then gets an in and end in double play to end his night. Great night by Framber. That's what an ace is supposed to do. The offense looked amazing. I mean, when you get contributions up and down the lineup, it, it makes the game just so much easier. You're not hoping and praying that Bregman, Tucker, Jordan, Abreu do it all. So for Dubon, who's just been on absolute tear, you know, Last year he was a guy nobody wanted to see ever. It, it was it was the, the 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 defensive center fielder, right? He batted 201. You hated it every time he was in the lineup card. And this year, you can't take him out. He's one of the hottest hitters on the team. He's got to be there. Uh it's it's great that he's taking advantage of this opportunity because I don't know what his role will be when Altuve gets back. It looks like he's he's gonna assume that super utility role and He's going to hit like this. I'm I'm totally okay with that. So the biggest thing about having a starter that can go seven innings is you're only asking the bullpen to get two innings. Maton and the Magic Man sounds like a book. They got two <laughs> scoreless innings. So great job by those two guys. Jordan went three for four with two RBIs. Tucker two for four with three RBIs, and Dubon went three for five. Overall, a really great game for the Astros and a great start to the series. I really want to highlight Maldi. Maldi did really well after coming off of a rough series uh, here in Houston. Or no, I'm sorry, in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple games where he struggled defensively and obviously offensively. So for him to have a really solid game, a bounce back game, I think that was really big for him, for confidence for the fans, you know, for confidence for himself. So really, really good game by Maldi there. So if you look at Monday, Alex Bregman scored in the first, so he was on base. And then he knocked in a run in the eighth, so that's good. And then Tuesday's game, he leads off the game, or not leads off, but he leads off the scoring with a home run. His first home run of the year, it's 1-0. to zero. Tucker hits his fourth home run of the year. Astros are up 2-0. to zero. Bottom of the second, Pittsburgh had a two-run homer and were tied. Bottom of the sixth, Choi had a home run, three to two. Pitt had added a sacrifice fly, made it four to two. Chaz had a two-run double, Brian Duvon. And Hensley, that was in the top of the ninth. That kind of had you feeling good as an Astro fan that we came back in the ninth. Absolutely. I mean, the game started off great. You get homers from your big boppers. Really a, a, an uncharacteristic afternoon for CJ because you really don't see him give up a lot of long balls. So for these guys to touch him up with hard contact the way they did, G-Man Choi hit a double before the homer, so he obviously saw him really well. I don't I don't know what the 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 BVP there is, but maybe that's a, a matchup that has always favored Choi, and he just took advantage again uh, because I I know they saw each other while he was in Tampa a little bit, so I know there's a history there, so I'm sure that was advantage Choi a little bit, and uh, love the fight by the Astros. The rally started off innocently. Dubon, we can't say his name enough, legged out uh, what should have been a routine ground ball out. 
And then uh, that just kind of snowballed and, and Chaz hits an absolute rope down the line. They're kind of playing, you know, no doubles defense. He hit a double anyway and uh, tied the game. You had runners in scoring position. Jose Bray, a little unlucky. Uh, it was his turn and, you know, it just didn't work out the way we wanted it to. Extra innings. We always talk about, you know, being able to score in extra innings. The Astros weren't able to score. And then Pittsburgh came right back. Looked like an innocent thing. Presley came in again, second time in a row. He's kind of been a little shaky. Uh, a, a seeing eye bloop single uh, by struggling with the guy's name. But then McCutcheon comes up next. He hits, you know, one right through the hole on the left-hand side. And then the big blow, the three-run bomb to end the game. Yeah, Presley, not looking good there. Um, so CJ, six innings, five hits, four runs, a walk, and three strikeouts. Uh, Presley got one guy out, gave up uh, three run homers. The ERA is eight forty four. Bregman went two for five with a home run. Kyle Tucker two for three with a home run. So we already have Tucker. We already have Jordan, and uh, it's kind of like a Brayu sort of having a. Michael Brantley type year where he's getting on base and his average is high, but he's not really driving runs in, but I'll definitely take them. So, you know, we already know at the beginning, we won the series two to one easily could have been a sweep, but it's a hard loss. Those are, those are hard losses when you make a good comeback and then you're shut down all-star closer blows another game. But Jose Arquiti tonight, or today in the afternoon, you know, he just pitched out of his mind, gave the Astros the win, so we won the series. Um, Abreu, I just talked about, I'm not driving in runs. He got the first RBI today, RBI double, brought in Chaz. Corey Jolks, first home run of the year. And I saw this highlight, and the guy threw the threw the ball back. Now, that's one of my pet peeves especially at Astro games when the opposing teams hits hit a home run. Cause it's like, if Mike Trout or Otani hits a home run, I'm not throwing that back. It's ridiculous, but it worked. So it works out good for Corey jokes. Cause he get, the, he's going to get his home run ball, but that dude could have got tickets. He could have got autographs. He could have got memorabilia. That was so dumb for that guy to throw it, throw it back. But Corey jokes, what can you say about this guy? So they, they asked, Alex Bregman about him. I can't remember when, but Alex Bregman's response was, Hey, he has a certain swagger about him. He feels like he belongs in, uh, you know, at the major league level in the clubhouse. And, and Bregman kind of just said that that was something that he said he liked about him because you have to have that moxie. You have to have that swagger about you. You have to have that belief in yourself that this is where you belong. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Something that I feel like, you know, Jake Myers had and then lost. And that's why he, his struggles are so, I guess, severe uh, credit to jokes. He's played really well and the guy hit a ton of home runs at triple a. So I'm not surprised where he gets one already early in the season. It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough to send him down. If he's going to play like this. Oh yeah. Top of the seventh, Alex Bregman with a three run Homer brought in Diaz and Chaz McCormick. I mean, like I said, we get all these guys going, and now Alex Bregman seems like he's finding his groove. Top of the eight, Diaz had a sack fly. Jolk scores 6-0. Tucker sack fly. Dubon scores 
seven to zero, great win. But what else can you say about Jose Arquiti? Six innings, two hits, zero runs, three walks, and two strikeouts. The guy's one and zero. His ERA is two thirty five. Great performance, great season so far for Arquiti. The one thing I'll say that uh, I don't think has been talked about enough, but needs to be, is the Astros defense. Today, they made diving catch after diving catch. Each outfielder had an amazing diving catch. I don't know what Urquidy's line would have been. He may not have harmed him. He may have got out of it. But I know they saved him at least a run or two with some of the plays that they made today in the outfield. And, I mean, the sure-handed infielders, I mean, we we kind of take them for granted. We expect them to make every play. I know Jeremy Pena had a couple of plays a few games back. I can't remember exactly where where he struggled and it's just it's we're so used to every play being made where guys make errors around the league all the time and then uh jose abreu getting that rbi i think that was really good i really feel like right now there's too much i guess not pressure on him because i don't think he feels it but i think the fans expect too much out of him because he was the big ticket free agent signing that the astros made in the offseason and it's like you shouldn't expect everything to come from him you know when he's one guy one cog you know what i mean like he's he's gonna play really well he's gonna have great numbers at the end of the season and it's gonna justify the contract but when people kind of lump these expectations like he should be that much better it's kind of unfair well he had a 10 game hit streak he went two for five today with an rbi and he's batting like 291 i have zero (laughs) If if there's a complaint box, my complaint box is completely empty. It's got cobwebs in there. Uh, so Naris, Abreu, Blanco, three innings, no runs combined, one hit. Abreu, what was it? He threw, what, 101 miles an hour? 101 miles an hour, the hardest pitch he's ever thrown. Very impressive. Chaz, two for four. Jolks, two for five with an RBI. He's, he's hitting 294. Diaz, one for three with an RBI. Abreu, two for five. Already spoke about that. And Dubon just keeps doing Dubon things. Uh, two for five, 361. Bregman had a home run, three RBIs. The Astros are now six and seven, four and six in their last 10. And at this moment, I don't know what the other two teams are doing. They are one and a half games behind the Angels and Texas. I really think that, that with the emergence of jokes, it's going to be something that the Astros can use to their benefit. You really worry about putting too much uh, wear and tear on Jordan Alvarez playing the outfield, even though I I think eventually he's going to be that guy, but I know he's dealing with the hand thing. You always worry about the knees. So if jokes can play that and he can, and and Jordan can DH, I think that's just going to be absolutely fantastic for the club until Mike Brantley gets back. And then, We'll see where it happens, where it goes from there, but it's a good problem to have. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to give you our offensive player, our pitcher, and the coveted Coach Rose Award. We're also going to give you our survivor pick, first day out of 30. We're going to look at the pitching matchups for the Texas series coming up, and I also am going to share with you the giveaways, the promotions coming up with the Ranger series. And if we have time, I do have a small poll that I stole from TV. So anyway, we'll be right back with more Astros baseball. All right, folks, we're back. 
All right, Tom, let's give away some hardware. Offensive player of the series. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, I'll go first again. I, I, think, I, have, I think it worked out well last time. Let's, let's I have the king, Kyle Tucker. Ooh. A home run and five RBIs this series. Ooh. And I know you're going to say Alex Bregman. I'm going to say Jordan Alvarez Ooh. because I think that man deserves some hardware. I know we missed him a couple times. You're Coach Rosing the award. No, I'm not. No, I'm yes, not. Yes, you Go, are. What, what did he do for the series? Tell me his, his numbers were bad. Well, he went three for four with two RBIs <laughs> in game one. Uh-huh. He game only two played two game games. Three, he didn't have any RBIs. Ah, but that's plenty for me in my in my mind. All right. I got no issue with Tuck. I, I, I That's a great Alex thing. Bregman had a home run in two games. He did, but he, he was had, also batting uh, his weight before that. <laughs> yeah, he had four RBIs. But anyway, all right. We disagreed for the first time. I think your coach rose it, but whatever. <laughs> all right, pitcher. I wanted to give it to Framber for going seven, but dude... I mean, I could have gave it to Framer and gave her Keedy the rose, but I'm giving her Keedy the, the pitcher of the game because the series was tied. He showed up to give the Astros the first series win of the year. Jose or Keedy, my pitcher of the series. For me, I am going to give it to Framber because going into the series, it was gloom and doom. They had just lost, and, and we were going, we need a stopper, we need a win. And Framber showed up and was nails. And then that amazing play to to get out of trouble to pitch the seven innings. I mean, did you see that where where the backhand? Oh man, you got to go check that out. It was really cool. So for that 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 goes against the pitchers aren't athletes. It was a really athletic play by him. So give me him as pitcher of the series, Framber Valdez. Okay, Coach Rose. I'm really going to Coach Rose the Coach Rose Award. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to give somebody some hardware because not that I didn't expect them to do what they did but they deserve some recognition for doing what they've been doing. My coach Rose winner, Mr. Corey Jolks. Oh, that is not who I expected you to give it to. I totally expected you to give it to the guy that I'm going to give it to Mauricio Dubon, because we keep not expecting. I don't think he's past the point of coach Rose and we keep expecting him to fail. And Mauricio Dubon is shining right now. Give me him for coach Rose. I can't remember who got what last week. He was the coach Rose last week, wasn't he? I don't remember. But if he was, I'm okay with giving it to him back-to-back weeks because nobody, I tell you what, nobody is expecting him to keep this up. I'm going to look. You keep talking. All right. All right. I really think that uh, these these guys right now are in a really good spot. I think Texas is uh, looking, looking ahead a little bit. Uh-oh. Go ahead. We had Chaz McCormick. Okay. Hunter Brown. Okay. And Mauricio Dubon as the uh, coach Rose. Again, I'm in a clean sweep. So last week, clean sweep. This this (laughs) week, nothing. Or not this week, but this series. We didn't agree at all. But they all, it was nobody's wrong because it's all good answers. I mean, I just feel like he's playing out of his mind right now. And I feel like we've got to acknowledge it while we can because what would Dubon have to do? I don't think he's going to get enough RBIs to ever win the player of the series because that's kind of the way I – that's the kind of way I look at it. Like, you're driving in the most runs. You're you're the most valuable guy of this. But, I mean, eventually he's got to step out of that Coach Rose award. I don't know. I think, I think somebody would have to supplant him. Like, 
Like if Corey Jokes keeps doing what Corey Jokes is doing, or Hensley has a series, or Yiner has a series, one of those guys. So you're or, saying or, Dubon is the king of the coach rows. If you if you have to break everybody in the level, Dubon <laughs> and Corey Jokes are in, in the uh, coach rows level. He he he's the top of the ladder. You're you're <laughs> right about that. Top. That's like me and the uh, the the best looking ugly guy. Oof. <laughs> or the That's exactly right. Or the coolest nerd. Up oh, there you go. All right. So we didn't agree. Let's see if we agree on this. Our first game, our first day was a day that a lot of teams were off. So there wasn't a lot to choose from. My, I don't have the matchup or anything. I just wrote the team. I picked the New York Yankees. That's my first team to get a win. I... I know I'm I'm jinxing this team. I know I'm gonna lose because the I'm doing it. You're dang oh. right. <laughs> that young stud Springs is pitching for him. There, he's awesome. And these guys are white hot. I don't care that Corey Kluber is going against them. I don't care that Boston put up runs. Give me Tampa. Wow. Tampa Bay. Look at it this way. I I got to get them now. That way, uh, <laughs> get them now. Get it out of the way, and then I'm. I saw I saw the kids. I, like I said, I don't know a lot about other teams. I saw the kids ERA and I was like, maybe this guy is just some like opener. And he's, I, I didn't know he was that good, but you know, I'm still going with the Yanks. I got the Yankees. You got Tampa Bay. And uh, when we do, I guess our next episode will be uh ABP and the AM and we'll do our next pick and we'll see how we did. But anyway, folks coming up, we got our first, this is what we've been waiting for our first AL West matchup, and it is against the Texas Rangers. And we got some good matchups. We got Fram, I mean, we got Luis Garcia against Martin Perez, Hunter Brown on Saturday against Sonny Gray. And then when I wrote this down, because he just had nine straight strikeouts in his last game, I was like, whoa. But it was Framber, 189, and Heaney, 822. So he this got, guy must have just had the game of his life. He got blasted the game before. <laughs> <laughs> so he, everybody says when he's good, he's really good. When he's bad, he's really bad. He used to pitch, I believe, for the Angels. He did. So yeah. I, I know, I know the Strohs have seen him a ton. I'm not afraid of Andrew Heaney. And a big note here, folks. This helps us out, Mr. Corey Seager, ten day injured list. So one of their two biggest bats, we don't have to face him. They're saying he's looking like more like four weeks with a hamstring strain. So they could be in for a long, you know, month. Hmm. All right. Now let's take a look at these sweet promotions. There's part of me that wants to buy you a ticket so you can get me one of these World <laughs> Series rings. Because I don't know if I'm ever going to go. But anyway, Friday, it is the Framber Valdez consecutive game bobblehead. For the first 10,000. Saturday is Jackie Robinson Day. So everybody will be wearing 42. And it will be the Framber Blue Jersey giveaway day. And then Sunday, the 16th, if you think you're cool, but are you Dusty Baker cool? <laughs> Dusty Baker sunglasses giveaway. That's a pretty good weekend of giveaways. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Uh, I won't be in town. So if you're thinking, if you're really contemplating it, you got to catch me during the week. I'll be out of town this weekend. <laughs> I saw one coming up, but I want a ring. I don't care about bobbleheads or anything. I got a lot of those. 
Oh, good. All right. So I think we talked about this, but I saw, I just was scrolling and I just happened to see like a, what do you call it? Just where you see a picture. Mm -hmm. I can't think of what to call it. A graphic. I saw a graphic. And I know we've talked about it, but it said out of these teams, which deserves or who should get an expansion team? And it was Nashville, Charlotte, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Portland, or other. What do you think about these teams? What about Nashville? I don't think about any of them because I think I'm biased and I want one in San Antonio. I do too. Like, like I, I pine for San Antonio and I shouldn't because I'm, I'm Houston through and through Houstonian all the way, but you got some SA blood in you. I, I, spent some, I, sp I spent some time there. I got a degree there. Yes. But I would just like to have another rival three hours down the road that I could, I could drive on down to. And I think San Antonio gets the, the, the raw end of the deal with everything. They've got the Spurs and nothing else. It yeah. makes no sense to me. Football, supposedly Jerry Jones won't allow it. Baseball, there's no excuse. Soccer, no excuse. Give me that. Give me a team there, please. I mean, you look at Charlotte. You look at Salt Lake City. I guess they, they got the Utah Jazz there. They might be able to do it. But they don't really have anything else. It's kind of like San Antonio. Portland, no. Or other. I, I'm like you, buddy. Give me uh San Antonio. Give me Oklahoma City. That's even that's even a close, close drive. It's not that far. I do wonder if the AAA affiliates have something to do with it. The the double A affiliates have something to do with it. I know you guys are the Padres, I believe, right? The Padres minor league affiliate, the missions. Yeah. Double A. Padres, they were the AAA with the Brewers, but they lost that because the uh, stadium blows. And uh, <laughs> there was a couple stadium, of right? there was a couple of Spurs, and then the group that owns, you know, with uh, Reed Ryan, the group that owns the uh, what are they called? Round Rock Express. They bought the missions, so we have Family Day, Family Day at the Missions Park, right? Four days, they gave tickets away at work. All four days. Two days, I wasn't there. Then the other two days were the 6th and the 7th or the 5th and the 6th. I forgot about it. Oh. So we're having this special occasion at, at work for a family day at the game, and I have zero tickets. Sounds like a crime against humanity, sir. Looks like I'll just stay home and watch the Astros. <laughs> I, last year, I was somewhere. I don't know if I went out of town and because on the way home, I could see Wolf Stadium and there was it was just full of people with white jerseys because they gave white missions jersey and it said like Toyota with the number 20. I guess like they must have was going to give those away in 2020. That's what it seems like. Why would they have a 20 on the back? Mm -hmm. All right, buddy, we got some time for your final thoughts. So the Astros are on the uptick. I really like what the offense looks like right now. Love the contributions from the from the young guys. I think the pitchers are starting to round into form a little bit. You saw a much better outing from Framber. You saw a much better outing from Jose Arquiti. I don't think CJ was as bad as his numbers looked. It's just you're just so used to him being so great. Uh, I think he's going to come back into form. Hunter Brown coming off a great start. And now going into this Texas series. A couple, a couple wins there, a series win there, and then, you know, we can talk about 
the top of the division and off to the races and put some distance, that kind of deal, and get that much closer to Michael Brantley coming back, Jose Altuve coming back, and then full steam ahead. All right, so we'll be back with ABP and the AM on Friday morning. You're available for that? I am. And then uh, day two of Survivor, we'll give our day two picks and see how we did tonight. And then we'll be back with Astros baseball on Sunday evening. And I guess ABP in the AM Saturday morning, or are you going to be gone? I'll be out of town. All right. Maybe I'll do it without you. Maybe I won't. I understand. All right. So you already did your final thoughts. I'm done. No more rambling. We want to appreciate you guys for tuning in. And I did ask you for your input. And Ty, longtime listener Ty, his name looked like Tish, but it's Ty. We had a giveaway for a uh, dugout mug, and he was the winner. But he listened to us, and he gave us feedback, and he said he loves the show. Keep doing the ABP and the AM. So we need your feedback, folks. If you like it, let us know. Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Find us. Let us know, but we do appreciate your feedback. We appreciate five-star reviews. We appreciate anything you want to do to support us. So for Tom, we'll see you next time on Astros Baseball.